What's up, War Report family? We are back with another great edition of Building Rapport. Today, we have a very special guest, second-year head coach of Auburn football, Brian Harson joins us. Coach, how's it going? Treat your boys. Chill Boys Underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chill Boys Underwear will help you keep the boys close. Uh, not too close. When the game is on the line, you won't break a sweat with Chill Boys underwear. Whether it's left boy, right boy, or both boys, Chill Boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt. Visit chillboys.com and use code RAPPORT, that's R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chill Boys. Yeah, glad to be here. Um, our uh, coaches right now are... are in the middle of spring recruiting players are getting a few weeks off, just finished up finals and we are gearing up for our summer workouts and just getting all those plans put together right now. So uh, this is a great time. You know, this is a chance for me to get out and do some events um, and go do some speaking. And I've had a chance to be with Bruce Pearl and some of our other coaches. So uh, this time of year is, is really just about, you know, for the players getting a chance to, to kind of relax and then get their minds right for what's coming. Coaches get out there and see the high school coaches and uh, the future players for our program. And then for myself and, and some of our staff, just getting out and building relationships and connecting uh, with all of our fan base and people that support our program. And it's been fantastic and looking forward to getting our guys back here in about 10 days and, and getting the work in for the summer with them. And then our, our camps are coming up. So we're going to have quite a bit, have happened quite a bit a few things happening on campus uh, as far as just recruiting camps and uh, official visits unofficial visits so uh, looking forward to all those things coach I want to start by um, asking you about something you indicated uh, when you came into Auburn um, and that was that there was a much needed culture change uh, we've talked to some players in and around the program it seems like that's, that's going well can you talk about um, what you guys have done over the past year and this offseason to, to help build culture? Yeah, well, one of the things I, I think just that word culture in general, I think when you say there's going to be a change in culture, I think the first thing is that just assumes that everything has to change. And, I, and there's still some there's still a lot of positives um, that Auburn football has had. And that we don't want to change, that we want to continue to build on the tradition, the history, former players, uh, what this program stands for. I mean, one of the things that I really believe um, about Auburn football, and it has to do with that creed, is that work hard work and that the players in this program, past and present, um, love to compete. And that's a part of who we are. So from that standpoint, you know, that's what we want to build on. Uh, to me, it's not so much culture. It's about environments, about what you create each and every day. It's about what you emphasize and the things that your coaches, players, um, myself decide are going to be important to us. And, you know, those are things that we're trying to emphasize daily. Those are the things that are going to get us where we all want to go, which is really just having a successful day. And then doing that again and doing that again and trying to build that consistency in our program day in and day out, which will translate into everything we do in the classroom, off the field, on the field, and certainly on game day. 
So it's really about that environment. The culture comes from what you do every single day. And if you miss days, you can talk about, hey, this is who we're going to be. But if you don't do that or you miss days or you're inconsistent, then you're not really creating the environment to have that culture. And so that's where you know, we talk about one and oh, that's where the one and oh really comes from is just when we wake up in the morning, we got to start over. We got to prove ourselves again and we got to do certain things to make sure that the environment that we're creating every day is going to help us create the culture that we all feel is, is going to help us be successful. And, and so building on the traditions here, building on what's in the creed, building on a lot of a, a lot of positive things that Auburn football has done and, and really going back and maybe reemphasizing those, but uh, maybe looking at them from a different perspective, but certainly keeping those as part of our program and then adding in things now for this team and the identity of, of this football program that we feel we need to be successful uh, each and every day. So that's really what we're doing. That And to me, it's so it's about the environment. It's about what you're doing, what you're creating, uh, the process you have, the standards that you live by and, and that everybody in this program really has. And you want to uphold those each and every day. And that's where I think this team has done such a great job. I think the leadership on this team has improved. I think um, followers on this team has improved, which you need mm. to have in order to have really great leadership. I think the accountability amongst the players uh, has really picked up. And I think those guys have, have really driven that. And, and I think the standards just, you know, it's not just the standards that, that, you know, we set necessarily from the coaches, but you're in the weight room and, and you got to hit eight reps on this set. You get seven. Well, sometimes it might have been okay to set the bar down at seven, but you know, guys now are gonna are gonna sit there and and hold on to that bar until they hit eight. Mm -hmm. Or they're gonna they're gonna rack the bar up, they're gonna get eight. And so it's just it's little things like that that make the biggest difference. And so I feel like we've made strides in those areas and really because of our players, the leaders on this team, um, the coaches, the connection and, and all these things probably stemming from going into year two and having a better idea of what we want to accomplish and how we want to do it. I think those are um, the byproducts of just, you know, what we're producing each and every day and, and the type of performance we're trying to have daily so that we can have this culture uh, that we all want to have. Uh, Coach Harson, um, speaking of cultural uh, things, uh, one of the things about the culture that we've noticed is you all seem to have a concerted um thing about trying to create competition amongst the team, right? Like whether it's, uh, you know, position battles or just going out and doing things like paintball, right? Like there's, there's a competitive spirit that seems to be there within the facility. How do you all manage that, especially in this new era of, uh, you know, the transfer portal existing? How do you manage to uh, to maintain those position battle competitions and, and foster a spirit of guys wanting to just do their best every single day? Yeah, well, let, let me go back to paintball. I think there was a competitive <laughs> spirit amongst the players. I think there was a mean spirit from the players towards the coaches. <laughs> All right, I'll just say that. And I, I, I did last, wonder you know, how that went. You had, I mean, half the coaches tapped out towards the end. There was a few of us left standing, and we were going against you know some of the players, just another team until we realized that all the rest of the guys were making their way back around to jump in 
with that team to come and just annihilate the coaches. So um, at the end there, it was uh, the players won without, <laughs> without question. But coach, it's, it's, coach, it's I saw like that. I saw a video of you headed with the face paint on, and I told Isaac, I said, Coach looks like he's ready to go body somebody like right now. <laughs> hey, uh, that was all, you know what? That was all about intimidation. <laughs> Just trying to, to bring that early. And and I can tell you this, that did not work. Our guys <laughs> okay. saw right through that. They're like, okay. Yeah, all that is, that, that's just some face paint there. That's not going to help you, Coach. And Anyhow, we had some fun doing that. But absolutely, I think the competition brings out the best in everybody. And so every guy that, that's on this football team wants to play. Every guy wants to compete uh, to be able to go out there and contribute on the football field and do something to help this program be successful. And one of the things that I feel really strongly about is we, we can promise you an opportunity. You're going to get some opportunities out there to, to show your skill, to make plays, to do the things necessary to get more reps and eventually be the starter. And, and that's what every guy wants. So some guys are, are, have played more and you kind of know that they're going to be in that position, but you still got to get other guys opportunities because, you know, guys are one play away in football mm -hmm. and, it doesn't mean it's an injury that's going to uh, take a guy out of the season, but it could be somebody gets rolled up and, and all of a sudden that next play it's fourth and two and that offense is going to go for it. And now you've got a new linebacker in there and your production can't drop. Right. You have to go out there and you got to pick right up where, where the last guy left off. we got to go make that play because it's a critical moment in the game. So the competition, these reps, I think that mentality, that's something that I, I really believe is one of the, the best parts about any sport, but football in general, just that you get to compete. You get to go out there and, and you get 11 guys on the field and all 11 guys have a job to do. And you're trying to bring that together and everybody does their one eleventh. Then you've got you've got an opportunity to have a successful play. And that's those 11 guys. But then when you bring somebody else in there, too, he's had the reps, he's competed, he's earned his opportunity to be on the field. And so. As that guy runs in, you know, his his teammates are looking at him going, awesome, we're getting better. Like, this guy's coming in here, he's going to help us, he's going to do his job, I can do my job. And and you, and you have that confidence in each other because of, of the competition. Um, you have that belief in each other because of doing things like going out there and paintballing and having some fun and just – sitting there and having conversations and, and talking about the welts on your body and, and uh, you know, some of the things that we're doing, but it's, it's the beauty of a, of a team sport. And I've told our players this. I mean, I chose to be a coach because I wanted to be a part of a team. Hmm. So when I got done playing, I know this about myself. I'm much better when I'm on a team, when I'm surrounded by people chasing greatness, when I'm surrounded by people, holding me accountable or being a part of something bigger than myself. You want to, you want to go and, and do your part as best as you can. And you want to, you want to compete to do your part the best you can. You want to be out in front if you have the ability to do that. So uh, creating competition is, is extremely important uh, because that's what everybody wants. And so uh, we'll continue that. We'll do it in fun ways. We'll do it in really competitive ways on the field, but then ultimately that's all what you're trying to, have show up on Saturdays for four hours is look, we're going out there to compete, yeah. whatever happens up, down, uh, all situations that, that happen in the games, just keep competing because you never know what's going to happen. And if you do that, 
you know, more often than not, you're probably going to have success. Coach, you guys had a lot of competition, obviously, going on this spring. At the end of that uh, process are player evals. So um, you have to sit down with every player at the end of that process and talk about where they're at, um, goals that you have for them, things that you guys noted that they need to improve. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about that feedback process and what the message is uh to kids that you see have areas where they need to grow and, and, and how they take that? Well, first of all, it starts with, I think this, through those practices, the players are evaluating themselves already because there's, there's constant film work and evaluation happening every day. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Then there's the official sit down with the coaches and going through, all right, this is what you thought you did well. This is what we thought you did well. Here's areas to improve. Here are some goals that are not just football related, you know, life, academics. There's there's more things to it than just on the field. Here's some goals that you want to achieve through the summer. And here's an action plan behind it. And then they get a chance to sit down with me. And and this is I've done this since I've been a head coach. And I love this. This is one of my favorite times of the year to sit down with every single player. It's usually 30, 40 minutes. Um, Some last longer than others. But I want to know what they heard from their coach. I want to know that uh, what the coach told them and what he's told me, we're all on the same page, hmm. right? Cause that's the one thing right there. I mean, miscommunication can sink a lot of things hmm. and I don't, and I want to make sure that, that we try to eliminate that the best we can, right? We want elite communication. That is our advantage. If we can have elite communication and we know where everybody stands. And so I'm kind of making sure that I'm hearing the same thing from the coaches and the players. And that was, you know, our coach did a great job of that. I'm asking the players, what can I do to help them achieve their goals? I'm asking our players, what are, you know, do they feel a part of things hmm. here? Cause I want to make sure, you know, if they do great, why? And if they don't, okay, what, what, what's the reason? And so trying to identify that uh, and, and then just talking about their summer plans, what they're doing, you know, what are the goals they want to achieve? Who are leaders on this team? You ask every player and they get to write down the names of who they think are the leaders. And so we go through that evaluation and there's about 18 questions that I ask them, Hmm. but I want to hear, I just want to hear their feedback as far as where they think they are, what we, what they think we're doing well, what are things that I can do, their position coach, they do evaluate their position coach as well. Hmm. And, you know, they get to go elite, excellent, uh, solid and must improve. And those are, those are the areas. And so, they get to tell me like, Hey, this is what my coach does really well. These are things I think he can do better. And, um, and it's really good feedback. Cause here's the one thing at the end of the day as coaches too, we're all just a bunch of former players and, and being coachable, I think is a, is a, a really important factor in, in being successful. And so you got to just you know really take the ego out of it and uh, have a low ego, high output type mindset in order to get yourself better. So those meetings are about that. And then, you know, where are guys at? And I want to make sure too, like, look, if, if we feel like you're in the lead or, you know, you're, you guys are very close, you're going to continue to keep competing. There's a few of those decisions that are made at that time, but really it's about in finish strong academically, enjoy your time away. All right. Make sure you keep representing Auburn football. Like you have been come back ready to go in the summer. Here's your goals. Here's your action plan. These are the things that you want to achieve from June and July. Uh, uh, in June and July. And then in August, we're going to get back at it again. And 
where you're going to be at that point, if you do all these things, is, is going to be that much better. Hmm. And to me, that's, you know, I, I learn a ton. You know, there's there's a lot of things. And, and it's not always sometimes it's like, you know, we just have bad soap. You know, we just we got to change the soap. All right. We got to get some better socks. Um, the shower heads <laughs> don't work. Uh, what can we do in the in the kitchen to make the food a little bit better? You know, just because it's really it's all those things that not everybody thinks about. It's the day to day. Like, let's go back to that. It's the day to day. If we're truly trying to go one and oh and win that day, we're truly trying to have this environment where we're getting better then every little thing we do and every little thing that that's a part of our players lives it all matters right and and that's really what those meetings are about so trying to take all that information put it together we'll have a team meeting here in about 10 days i'll present quite a bit of stuff that came out of that like look and i'll try to simplify it down to to three or four things hey this is where we are we we like the leadership on this team we like these things here's things we got to get better at and then each individual guy knows what they have to work on as we get into June's workouts and, and, and that plan. But um, it's just a it, it really what it does. It sets the vision for where we're going now, because once we get into August, unlike spring ball, spring ball, we can control. When you get into August, there's a deadline. We got Mercer and right. we're playing that game. And, and once you start that season, it is not stopping. So we need to make sure that we're ready. We're hitting our marks and. We know when that first game hits, uh, the season is on, and you know we're in it, and we got to be ready for that. A uh, quick follow-up, Coach. Uh, what do you do when the gap between where a, uh, a player thinks he's at and where you've evaluated him to be is large? You know, what do you do when a player may not be connected to reality about where he's actually at? How do you guys? How do you guys tackle that? See, I, I really haven't. I've had that question. I think that's an assumption. I really haven't experienced that hmm. where it's so far off. Hmm. And, and the reason is our players' lives, I mean, it's it's a documentary. Every day in the weight room, on the field, I mean, so many things are filmed and it's there's a constant evaluation that's going on. And so I think our coaches do a great job of – now, there's definitely going to be some different views – of where guys think they are, but usually that stuff gets worked out as, as the, the practices are happening as spring ball is, is getting through those, those practices. Um, and you're making your way through, um, you know, those four weeks that we had this year. I mean, that's, that stuff is, is being talked about, communicated. There's, there's, there's one-on-one meetings that are happening because it doesn't just get to like after, those 15 practices. Now we go back and it's like, we were so far off and not on the same page. No, we're trying to make sure that we're getting, we're helping our players get better. They're improving and that there's a disconnect or anything. We're trying to solve that as fast as possible and, and not let that thing just fester. Cause that's where, that's where the issues come up. You know, mm-hmm. there's just, and that, too, that goes back to the communication piece. If there's poor communication, you're going to have where, players and coaches are just not on the same page. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think we do a really good job of studying the film, talking with our players, trying to identify those things and um, and not get to that point where there's just this big disconnect. Uh, but certainly if that does happen, that's why we have those meetings. Let's sit down and, and we can always go back and go to the film. We can go to the, to the reps. We can go to the grading scale that we use and, and just go back through it and go, okay, well, you know, what are we missing? 
and make sure that we get on the same page. And, and if we can't, then, you know, then there's a problem at that point. But that's that usually doesn't happen. All right. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. All right, Coach Harson. So here, here's the big one that I know everybody wants to talk about, and that is the competition at Kicker. No, I'm that's just right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us if Evan McGuire is going <laughs> to. Yeah, no, everybody wants to know uh, about the quarterback position, of course, because that's always the marquee position. So what I really want to hear from you is not necessarily who's in the lead, unless you just want to give us the scoop right now on who's in the lead. But what I really want to hear is what are you looking for? What are you evaluating that let, leads to the decision of this is a guy who I want to turn over the reins to my offense? Uh, what are the things that make a coach Brian Har- because you're the offensive coordinator this year? It's it's got to be your guy. What's a coach Brian Harson quarterback supposed to look like game to, game in and game out? Well, I, I actually did want to talk about the kickers. <laughs> hey, listen, okay. we, we can talk about it. We got Anders back, Oscar Chapman, yeah, Evan. I mean, there's a there's a really great group of guys. Um, Alex McPherson coming in. Mm-hmm. We're excited about away. him. So the, the quarterback position, so Eric Kesaw is our offensive coordinator and, and quarterback coach as well, and I'm obviously involved in that. And the one thing about Coach Kesaw, he, he played quarterback at Portland State, so he's been around that position and also has been in this offense and, and been around me for the last uh, several years. So, you know, that's always the, the question, right? Like what's going on with the quarterback position? Here's here's what I believe. We, we had 15 practices. Those guys got a lot of work in. Um, one guy that was restricted was Zach Calzada because of his shoulder. So he right. had to uh, sit out some of the team reps because we couldn't risk him just getting hit um, and shouldn't. But those things happen sometimes at practice. So we didn't want to put him in a bad position that way. But as far as our quarterbacks go, there's a lot of information that these guys have to gather every single practice and be ready to go out there and execute. And the reality of it is our quarterbacks need to have really good days uh, consistently because if they don't have a good day out there throwing the ball, then our receivers aren't getting the work and we're not getting in the right plays and so on. But, you know, one of the, one of the big factors for me and just playing this position and studying this position and and trying to really just master uh, the quarterback um, position itself is, is, is learn like what has made what has made other quarterbacks successful, and one of the things that that I've I really believe in is toughness. Mm-hmm. If you watch you watch quarterbacks and you watch these guys that just don't flinch, they'll they'll take a hit, um, they won't flinch. And I go back to Donovan McNabb. That was where it really stood out to me. And I remember watching him standing in the pocket, and he's got the center's helmet about seven inches from his face. And this nose is driving the center back and he's just standing in the pocket and he delivers the ball. He never flinches, winces, nothing. And I started watching other players like that at the quarterback position. And you see it now. Yeah, they just have a tremendous amount of toughness to stand there and deliver the ball. And that's the physical component of it. And there's the mental side of it. And at the quarterback position, you get way too much credit Mm -hmm. and you get way too much blame. 
Right. And so, you know, do you have the mental toughness to throw the ball away when that's the right decision? You might get booed out of the stadium, but you made the right decision for the team, which is what their responsibility is, is, is to go out there and, and put our, our offense, but our whole entire team in, in, the, in the best position to be successful. The other one now is, is preparation. And, and you have to be a guy that just loves the grind of learning and developing yourself. And you have to prepare. So, you know, the old gym rats, right? Hey, this guy's always around. He's always studying. He loves ball. He's always got a ball in his hand. Um, those guys are going to be the ones that prepare. Those are going to be the ones that, that sit there in the film room and during the lonely hours, just studying what we're doing and then maybe even someone else to help better their game decision-making got to have it. You know, we all know that there's going to be some, some decisions that are made that are going to be questionable. That's going to happen. Defense is going to get you sometimes, but you've got to make really solid decisions consistently. And so that just, that goes back to repetition. It goes back to prepare, having yourself prepared. Uh, it goes back to just constantly knowing what we're doing and, and trying to stay one step ahead. And so really being around the coaching staff and just seeing where, where we're headed. The last one's accuracy. And this is one, you know, you get to this level. This is where I think these, these quarterbacks that are excellent, they separate themselves um, and they, they become elite with just the accuracy piece and watch the NFL and watch really great throwers. They can place the ball exactly where they want it. Mm. And it's amazing how they do it. Uh, and it comes back to just, you know, their fundamentals and consistently working on their, their footwork, their lower half, their core, their upper body, their wrist, uh, their eyes. There's so many things that go into to just being consistent and being an accurate thrower. So those four things has always been um, the foundation of, of what I believe you have to have in your quarterbacks. And then the last part is leadership. You know, when you can do all those things, when you can play that position, you, you can go out there and lead. Mm. And everybody does it different. There's some raw, raw guys. There's some guys that are quiet, lead by example. That's always how it is on every team, not just at the quarterback position. But you got to have those qualities. In my, in, in for me, I believe those those qualities are what separate guys um, that I've coached and have helped the guys that I've had a chance to. Uh, to coach at that position, really be successful. So, you know, those are things we've emphasized with our guys. And then uh, it's hard to, to get all the reps you want when you got four guys going. And so at right. some point they're going to have to do a lot on their own. And then we're going to have to really wind down and get to the top two as we get in fall camp and let those guys uh, get as many reps as possible before we go out there and play. I got to say, Coach, uh, it's not an enviable position because this is probably the deepest quarterback room I've seen at Auburn in a while. Um, and, and you all have, I know, some tough decisions ahead of you. Uh, so definitely looking forward to seeing um, whoever takes the field as QB1. Uh, we'll yeah. have some we'll have won it, I think, uh, legitimately. That's, that's a credit to those guys in that room, though. And, I, and I'll say this about that room. What I do appreciate those guys truly understand they can only control what they can control. They get the reps that, that the coaches give them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, but they, but they're teammates and, and they, they help each other out. They have discussions in their position meetings about what they're seeing, maybe some of the things they did, why they did it. And, and then they go out there and they compete 
and they do a great job of connecting with the other players. I think they're, they're getting better at that. So that group, those are leaders on this team. They're also helping each other out, but they're also competing. So there's, there's a lot that goes in. And that's, that's part of that, that mental toughness of just being in that room and knowing like, I want what's best for the team, but I want to be the guy. Right. And, and every one of those guys, uh, I've been so impressed with that room and um, coach Keysaw has done a great job with them, but I really do. I I'm excited about our quarterback room. I'm looking forward to getting them back and I love their attitudes. Love those kids in there. And now, you know, may the best man win. They're going to compete for it, but you know, they're certainly doing everything they can to help our team also be successful. Mm. Coach, uh, former Auburn quarterback, Chris Todd, uh, friend of the show. He's come on a bunch of times. Um, in 2009, uh, he missed spring because of a, a shoulder surgery uh, and then came back in the, the summer and essentially won the job in eight practices. Uh, and probably one of the more remarkable feats. I, I think a lot of people had counted him out, but he talks a lot about the line between, uh, like you said, there can only be one guy. And the line between being a good teammate and still wanting to be the guy, like, hey, we're cool, but but I'm going to be the guy. Uh, how do you do, yeah. is that something that you actively have to manage? Like, you know, or do the players just kind of work that out amongst themselves? You know, cause it, 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 competition is great. Teamwork is awesome, but there's only one quarterback that hits the field and they all want to be that guy. Yeah. I think it, it's one of those, especially at the quarterback spot. I think that works itself out a little bit. Everybody knows you, when we go out there on the field and no one has to tell at least this group of players like, Hey, you know, there's <clears throat> now I'll go back. You can play more than one quarterback. All right. So yeah. um, it's good to have that competition because you know what, look, you want whoever that next guy is. If you have the starter, whoever that next guy is, I mean, like we said before, you're one play away and you got to go out there and produce. But I think those guys understand that they're focused when they step on the field, they're competing. They want that spot. They want all the reps um, they want to be the guy we do sometimes in seven on seven, we do a drill, uh, we call make it, take it. And as long as you're completing passes, you're staying in. Oh, okay. And so those guys, when we get to that, now there's a lot of check downs that are going on at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess this there's up, some, Tank. Better catch yeah, the there's some gamesmanship to it also, but it's, you know, that's a way to compete. That's a way to say, look, I'm staying. If, if I'm starting it, I'm staying. I'm going to try to get all 16 reps. Hmm. Uh, usually doesn't work like that. Something happens and, and the next guy's in. And so, you know, that's the fun part where they get to compete and, you know, make no mistakes about it. I mean, it's, it's a competitive room. It's definitely uh, a group that they know they want to help each other. They want, it, they want our team to be successful. But those guys want to be out there on the field playing. And I can say that about every other room, too. Yeah. When those guys walk in that room, look, we're teammates, but I want to start and I want to be on the field. And I think that's the like we said before, I mean, that's the, the competitive side that you want from players. And, and you want to have a, a cohesive team, but you want to have guys that are highly competitive. And, you know, you got some guys out there that just they want they want that ball. They want to be on the field and. You know, those guys are, are going to do whatever it takes to, to make sure that they're prepared and ready. And all that does, that just makes everybody better. It's that iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And, and the more you have from every player on your team, 
that mentality, the better your team's going to be because everybody has to raise their level of play. Everybody has to raise their standard of how they're going to go out there and show up for every practice. I saw that through spring. And, you know, we got a long ways to go, but I, I do know we have guys on this team that they want to be out there, they want to play, they know they can play, and, and, and they're bringing other guys with them because that's going to help our team. But they're extremely competitive. And, and so that room will continue to compete all summer long. It's going to be that way all the way until we make a decision. And, and I'd anticipate, you know, whoever that, that backup is or third-string guy, they're going to keep competing too because they know – Hey, I'm one play away, and when I get right. my shot, I want to go out there and like seven on seven, make it, take it. I want to stay in there and play as long as I can. Mm-hmm. My my favorite player quote of all the inter- uh, player interviews we've done came from Jay Fair when uh, Isaac asked him, "Hey, who is who's the lockdown defensive back on this team uh, that uh, you compete with the most going up against?" Jay looked right in the camera, coach, and said. Honestly, guys, it doesn't matter who lines up there. <laughs> I'm skating on everybody. Yeah. I thought that was – I think that's such a great attitude. It is, and that's – but you know what? You probably asked one of those guys on the defensive side. They're like, <laughs> yeah, just, just pick one. We'll lock them down. Yeah. All right, for sure. You know, I've always we, – we talk about this for guys, like the one-on-ones. So we have a five-minute period of one-on-ones, and sometimes it goes a little longer, but that's a competitive period, and it is just straight up – all right, you versus me, man coverage, and those guys are going out there just to to run the routes, cover, and and, and the quarterbacks. This is his opportunity to, to to make some of those more difficult throws and, and really push the envelope. But that that's that is the mentality. That's how it should be. Like you're confident in your ability, but also you know Jay's a guy that that I thought did a really good job this spring, um, and he learned a lot. He's only going to get better going into the summer and he's going to be a guy that we're looking forward to seeing what he can do in fall and how he's going to help us.